I'm depressed. I'm actually depressed. I was looking forward to the start of the season, and then they go ahead and lose 1-0 to Udinese. It's It just sucks because I was looking forward to it for so long. All these transfers, new manager, new tactics, new formation. I was really looking forward to it, and then just, just my, my, I don't know, I don't know how to say it. My, my excitement just deflated. It's like all that to go ahead and lose one nil to Udinese. I decided not to make this podcast right away after the match because I would just been calling out every single player. This guy needs to get out of here. This guy needs to get out of here. And just, I needed to take a while, process my thoughts, and I'm sure you did as well, Ali. Uh, he's back here on the podcast. Um, it's It sucks. I, I, every time Milan loses, uh, I just hit my microphone. Every time Milan loses, it, there's just this weird feeling I have, and it just messes up my entire day. Like, I, I, today at work, I was like depressed. That this is what it is being a Milan fan. This is what it is and this is what it has been being a Milan fan for the past couple of years. We're always expecting it to get better and then the team goes and put on a performance like this against Udinese who I think we should have won 100% first game of the season. I know new players, new coach, new formation. It, it was going to be tough. And then they went ahead and just delivered a performance that is easily forgettable. Yeah, I agree with you. That performance was just terrible. So much wrong with that performance, the way they approached the game. I knew, like, new manager and, you know, the excitement builds in with all the new players, new manager, as you said... Just everything looked like it was heading in the right direction, and now this. Now, I'm going to be honest, when I saw that lineup at the start, I'm thinking, what is Gianpaolo doing? What is he thinking, putting in? Especially Castillejo, from the start, in no circumstance should he be starting at striker. He showed yesterday, he showed in the friendlies, he is not good enough to be at Milan. Marini, impacts of. 20 minutes max. He should not be playing from the start. There is no excuse to lose first game of the season against Udinese. Easy, three games, nine points. Build up steam before that big, huge derby against Inter. And we just blow it. Yeah, it's... (laughs) It's... I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, I, I kind of like understand what he was thinking. I, I know all these new players are coming in. He even said it. There are some players that just don't understand the system. So that's the reason why I guess he chose that lineup, putting Borini as a midfielder, uh, Castillo as, I guess, the second striker, partnering up Piontek, and uh, just... I, it, it it sucks because like I feel like we have a lot of talented players like obviously the players that we brought in I still don't think it's enough I, I said in maybe the last podcast I think we could challenge for top four but like uh, just our midfield quality isn't that good I don't know why Bonaventura was left out of it maybe for the same reason as some other players like Kessie, uh because they haven't 
played his system. Um, the player who was actually there was Paqueta, so at least. Uh, Chalanoglu, I don't know why he's playing as a regista. Uh, I don't think that position suits him at all. And I, I just don't think this formation even suits our players. I I always thought with the players we had, I know it's it's his system, it's his tactics, and we could be saying this, and then the next game they play Brescia, they can go out and win. But for right now, it just doesn't look like uh, the, this formation is going to suit the type of players we have, especially Suzo playing behind the two strikers. I just don't see him working out there. I thought it could have worked out, but that game just went ahead and showed me that he's not a trequartista. Uh, I don't think he should be playing there. I think he should be playing out wide. He's a guy that likes to cut in. You saw him drifting out wide throughout the game. Uh, Chalanolu looked lost. Um, Borini was just a guy standing there pretending to play football and Castillo was just, I think he had like some like 30 touches or something like that, if I'm not mistaken, but he was, he was awful. He was awful. He took a few shots. One went flying over the bar and I just don't think the players had enough time to adapt to the system or they just aren't meant for that system that Giampaolo plays? Yeah, I think to not have one shot on target it, throughout the whole game is just embarrassing, really. There is no match unless it's like Lecce against Juventus where, especially a club the size of Milan, against a club the size of Udinese should have no shots on target. Not even one shot troubled the keeper or even an easy save for the keeper. They all skewed off and the only shots we had were as little as six. We only had six shots throughout the whole game. And I think that is utterly embarrassing. And that's it. moving forward, if something like this happens again, we re re we really need to start doubting that that formation because it just it doesn't look like it suits our players. But with wingers, we don't have a left winger. We saw last year, the left wing was terrible, and Chanhanoglu he just can't play there. He, yesterday he looked like a child among men. He was playing regista, which is supposed to be getting tackles and winning back the ball. I didn't see him win back the ball once. Not even once did I see him win back the ball and play like a pass. Like a, a regista is supposed to skew out passes left and right. You know, like play, like be the playmaker in that midfield. I didn't see anything from him. Castillejo, I've said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> he shouldn't be playing for this club. He shouldn't be anywhere near this club, in fact. I don't think he should ever play another game for Milan again. I will take five million for him. I will drive him to the airport because he is utter, like he is so bad. And I just, I hate his play. I hate his style. He just, what was wrong with putting Andre Silva or Rafael Leao in from the start? Even if they don't know the system, they can't do any worse than Castillejo, they just can't, it's impossible to do worse than him, he did nothing, he done absolutely nothing, and another player, Borini, 
he works hard and all, but let's be real, he doesn't have the technique. He he's just he's just a less hard, a worse Cutrone really. Yeah, yeah, he he has the heart, but just doesn't have the talent to back it up. He'll play whatever position you need him to play. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, I I respect him for that, but he should have no reason being in the starting eleven. Uh, first game of the season, I, I've, I, it just baffles me. I, I know we could have played Kessie and the, Giampaolo said it, but I feel like Kessie starting would have been able to do a lot more than Borini did in the time that he was on. Um, just it just wasn't working for literally anybody. Uh, you were speaking about Chalanolu. Uh, he, you said that he didn't make that many tackles. He did make one. He, he I can recall of one instant he did make a tackle. It was, uh, I forgot who had the ball for Udinese, but he tracked back well. He made a nice challenge. But other than that, I don't really see any positives from his game. When Benacer came on, the amount of time that Benacer played, he played a lot better, and he, he just controls the ball a lot better in that Ajista position than Chalanolu uh, did. I, I, I feel like Chalanolu just doesn't have a position. I don't know where he needs to play. I don't know where he's better suited, but he needs to find his position quick or Giampaolo needs to find his position quick because my patience is running out with Chalanolu. It's the first game of the season and we're already running out of patience. Uh, Piontek, I think he got like some like 18 touches. I Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I saw a lot of slander uh, against Piontek. Yes, you can say that whatever for the chances he had, he didn't really take them, but he had like maybe like what, one or two chances? And yeah, just, just that one running in on goal. Yeah, I and that it was one. a fantastic challenge by the defender. Just, But he got absolutely no service. Piontek is a player that feeds off a service. If you give him the ball, if you get him the ball in areas where he can do something, he'll be able to score. Yes, you could say that one-on-one uh, -on -one with the goalkeeper, but then defender came out of nowhere. It was a fantastic challenge. You, Whatever. It's just Piontek needs somebody to partner him up or two guys on the wings in a 4-3-3 to just feed him that ball, get him the service he needs, and that's what's going to make Piontek, obviously, okay, it's the first game of the season, yes, but that form that he was in last season where he scored 22 goals. Yeah, I think Piontek needs a lot more service, in fairness to him. He missed that one chance, but... I remember when that defender put in that tackle, I stood up and applauded. That tackle was unbelievable. And yes, he probably could have done better, maybe got a shot away quicker. And I remember one more chance I think he had. I, I can't remember which one it was. I don't remember when it was, but I remember seeing him. It was more of a half chance, really. And I just think that, yes, he needs a lot more service. But when he gets the chances... He doesn't seem to be the player he was last year. If you gave him that chance halfway through the season last year where he was running in on goal, I was feeling he'd get away from that defender and just fly home quite simply. Now, I don't know whether it's him trying to get into the game and he he might get in as time progresses, but I'm just I'm just not sure. Yes, it's only one game, but 
I, I think he does need a lot more service, but I think he needs to do a little bit better with his chances. He needs that service, but like we don't have that many players that can actually get it to him besides like a guy like Suzo. Uh, I was wondering the whole match, where was Jack Bonaventura? I know he's coming back from injury. I know he hasn't played a lot. This dog is losing his mind. <laughs> I don't know if you hear him. Sorry about that. But where was Bonaventura the whole game? Uh, I don't know why he was on the bench. I feel like if he could have came in, played as a Medzala, uh, maybe moved Paqueta somewhere else, I think Bonaventura can create those chances. He's very creative. He can pick out a pass. Uh I, I just, I, I don't know. I really didn't understand the formation. Uh, he just, he's working with the players he has. There's not much else he can do. We don't, besides our new signings, we don't really have, it's basically, my God, this dog. It's basically like the same, like the same team as last season, plus a few I think I might be able to answer your question on where Bonaventura was that game. He just, Bonaventura, he didn't come in because there was two other players that had to be taken out. Castillejo and Borini, they 100% needed to just be taken out of that game. They were terrible. Whereas... That's two substitutions in already. Maybe he could have come in instead of Borini, but I think that's just a little bit too much for him, like, straight away. And then I think Chalhanoglu, we needed to give Ben Acer a run out there. Chalhanoglu was poor. He got taken out for Ben Acer. And Borini and Castillo had to be taken out. It was a must substitution so the reason Bonaventura didn't come in in my opinion was because the lineup was completely wrong he Gianpaolo may be a new coach but he completely got it wrong that game completely I think so too uh, still early days in the season I want to move away from last game because all it's going to do is make me even more depressed than I already am <laughs> with this team um Let's talk transfers. Uh, I want to say something about Korea. It's been so long that we've been seeing this guy's name. Uh, and then I read something else from Sky that we might go ahead and switch back our formation to the 4-3-3. I don't think that Korea suits the 4-3-3. I don't know if he can actually play in the 4-3-3. And where would he play in the 4-3-3 if we end up signing him? See, I think, I, I don't know, I'm not sure about the 4-3-3 coming back because we don't have a left winger and if we're going to switch back, we need a left winger. And it's a bit too late, really, in my opinion, to switch back to the 4-3-3. If he was going to do that, he needed to let the management know before the transfer window. Now that it's way too late, in my opinion, I think it's too late to, like... Do have any time left in the Mercato to actually bring in a left winger that will put in a, a good performance at left wing. Correa, I think 
he's he, I, I honestly think he will come in eventually, even though it feels like it's been what, like years since we've been negotiating. I know it's only been a few weeks, but like still. It feels I like think, it's been like six years since we've been trying to yeah. sign him. That's all. Every day I log on to Twitter or something, I just see Korea, 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 Korea. Okay, but where is he? No, no, you see Korea and you see. Oh, uh, Atletico Madrid have lowered their price to 42 million. And then next day, there's still some way apart between the two clubs. Uh, Atletico will not lower their 55 million asking price. Oh, Atletico are waiting or Milan are waiting till for the sale of Andre Silva and this and that. And it's just, it's never ending. I just want to know, is he coming or not? Somebody answer me this question. Somebody, please. And I feel like this podcast is going to go up. And for some reason, we're going to sign him tomorrow. And then we're just going to be talking we'll for nothing. Like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I do think he will eventually come if tomorrow, if last day, you know, he, he will probably come, in my opinion. But I don't see him sitting in with a 4 3 3. And if he comes, I don't know what that means for Andre Silva. Even Rafael Leal might get limited game time, which we really don't need because he looks like a good prospect and I, we need him to play. And same with Andre Silva. He's he's going to get games, but if Correa comes in, which I'm perfectly fine with him coming in, he could just be drifted out of the team and his market value will just drop and drop and drop. He will. It's just with Andre Silva, we need him to play, otherwise, we're going to end up selling them for five million at a massive loss. Now, Correa, he could come in and he probably will start alongside Chantic. If not, we could try him out in the Trequartista role. Because Suso, yesterday, he proved that all matches before the Chisena match might have been a fluke because. I didn't see him do much. He kept drifting out to the right, and he was poor. He he was invisible. Yeah, he wasn't he, great. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't great. He, he 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 made a few good passes, played a few good balls, just but just he wasn't as impactful as he usually is. I don't think that's the position for him. But he can go ahead and prove me wrong. But as for right now, I'm standing firm on he should be deployed as a right winger in a 4-3-3 or just playing on that right-hand side. Yeah, I was just um, saying maybe it wasn't Suso's fault that he played bad because if you look at the team, who played well? In my opinion, the only players that played well was I mean Donnarumma didn't have much to do, but he made that one really really good save, and the the goal was unavoidable. It was a great header. Donnarumma still standing out out of this team of mediocre players, yeah. and I don't know how he keeps up with it. If you were to say he wants to leave at this point, I I wouldn't even be I'll mad understand. because I I'd, I'd actually understand him as much as I'd be mad. But like if we just keep not not we're, we're always it always looks like we're gonna have such a great season it's the first game yes i know it's the first game for i for the 300 time i know it's the first game but it's always the same disappointment whether we start off with a win whether we start off with a loss it just it's all it always looks good it always looks good it always looks good and then just ends up being the same thing we've been seeing for the last four or five seasons and 
I, I don't even want to like I don't need I, I don't want to talk about yesterday's game anymore. Um, what transfers do you think are going to be coming in a hundred percent, and who do you think we actually need? Because right now, uh, we need we need for me a lot. With, no, for me right now we need somebody. <laughs> to partner up Piontek because Castillejo is just not going to cut it. Um, whether it would be a new signing or Leao or Andre Silva, which I know a lot of people want Silva gone. Uh, you guys have your own opinions. Maybe Andre Silva could be the player that needs to be partnered up with Piontek or just somebody else. I just think we would need somebody, a second striker, just to partner up Piontek. Or if we go back to the 4-3-3, which is been talked about i don't think I, I i just don't know i just i just know that we need somebody to get that service into piontek to get that service into any striker we put in the starting 11 because it's not going to go well who do you think we need um i yeah to be honest i don't think there's a point at this point uh splashing out 55 billion on korea I think I said I said it last week, and I don't think we should buy him because I I trust in Leao, and if not Leao, Andre Silva. I think between them they could at least get maybe what twelve goals between them, thirteen, fourteen, and if Piontek starts firing, then we should be okay. We should be okay. Castillo just oh, like terrible. I just don't want to see him near our team for the next year and then sell them on if not now so yeah what I think we need we need a creative midfielder and I think it was two weeks ago we were briefly linked with Bruno Fernandes and if we can get him I mean I'm sorry but that would be some signing like he he to me he I am a really really big fan of this player I saw him in the Nations League a little bit, and he looks like fantastic, and he has exceptional stats. If you look at his stats, I think he has like in the league. I know it's league and us, and it's not obviously the greatest league, but still. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking a look at it right now. I want to take a look at his stats because uh, okay, his market value currently is about sixty two million, so that's going to be a tough one to get. In three games so far this season, he has a goal and four assists. I think, yeah, he had 20 goals and 13 assists in the Liga Nos. He had three goals, two assists in the Europa League, in the uh, Portuguese Cup, six goals, two assists, and the Allianz Cup. I don't know what that is. Three goals, one assist. Uh, he was always deployed as an attacking midfielder, so basically he would be perfect to... Oh, man, I think, I think your mic has been muted for like a while. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. It's when I was typing up Bruno Fernandez, so it was like a good two a minute ago. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, yeah. there's always something that has to go wrong, but it's okay. We move on. We continue. We continue. Uh, am I am I unmuted now? Yeah. Yeah, you're unmuted. Oh, now. okay, okay, okay. Bruno so, Fernandez, uh, you would take him? Oh, 100%. Looking at his stats, and I like. They are incredible. I would, I would, okay. I know I said last week I'd sell Sousa for Modric. Looking back at that now, I don't, I don't think I'd do that. I don't think but I'd do that either. This, 
I would do. I would sell Suso for this guy. He's 24, younger than Suso, a year younger than Suso. And he's perfect for that attacking midfield role. He's played in Serie A before, although not too great. He played for Sampdoria and he, he was okay. But I think if he comes back now, he will just be... Wait, incredible. he played for Sampdoria under Giampaolo? Um. Yes. Yes, he did. He so did. Yeah. Why not? I. I. I haven't seen anything yeah. about Bruno Fernandez. Like literally, no rumors, yeah, no nothing. It, it, I saw it about I, a few yeah. weeks ago, but like other than that, it hasn't really been much. Um. So that could be a possibility. I don't have that much time left to record this podcast. I know it's going to be a short one, but I want to talk a little bit about Milan versus Brescia. What do you think should be the lineup? Who do you think should not be starting? Who do you think of the new signings should slot into the lineup? And what formation should we go with? I think we should try the 4 one 2 out for a few more games. I think so one as thing, well. One thing I will say is maybe drop the Regista down, play Ben Osser in there, and drop the Regista down into more of a defensive role. So more of a 4 one 2 one 2 with a diamond in the middle. Because I feel like that would be more useful for us. And I think, obviously, Donnarumma should start in goals right back. I think Calabria had a terrible game. Calabria played terrible. But I think may, I think Conti might have to come off the bench. Because I, I still think he might need a bit more to get used to the system. Now, centre-back Musaccio, I thought, had a great game yesterday. I thought him and Romagnoli were one of the few I, players that yeah, had a great a lot game. Yeah, a lot of people like to hate on Musashio. I think he had a very good game as well yesterday too. Yeah, okay. Um, I think, yeah, that should be the centre-back partnership. And then left-back, Rodriguez until Teo Hernandez is back. I didn't like Rodriguez yesterday, but what can we do when Hernandez... I, 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 th- I, think, I think he had a decent game. He played a few passes that were... Should have been a little bit better, but I think he defended well. I had nothing against Rodriguez yesterday, and I think he should keep his spot up until Hernandez comes back, and then they'll be fighting for that spot. I'm a guy who actually really likes Rodriguez. I think he defends well. People say, oh, he's slow, but he can pick out a good pass yesterday. Not just he was struggling, the whole team was struggling, so can't really fault him, you know. One thing, uh, there was one moment in the game where Paqueta had to actually come back and cover for him because he was caught upfield yeah. for no apparent reason. Well, that's, a, he, that's the thing. He, he does lack speed, so sometimes yeah. it, there's always a guy to cover. Yeah, I think he's just, yeah, he just lacks the speed. Teo Hernandez will fix that. He looks wrapped. He looks really fast. You know when he's coming uh, back? Um, they said a month from when he got injured, so he, he they said just after the international break, yeah. he should be ready. I think that's the Inter game, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, 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 no. sorry. It's the Hellas no, Verona it's, game. No, it's the Verona game, yeah. He should be ready for that game, they uh, say. I hope to uh, see I, him. I, I'd like to see yeah. him in the lineup. Okay, and then the CDM, I think... Ben Asser, obviously, Chalhanoglu. In the little amount uh, of minutes he played yesterday, Ben Asser, I think he did very well. I want want to see a lot more from him, and I'm really excited to see what he can bring to this team. Uh, But I'd like to find a spot for Chalhanoglu in there because I think he's just being wasted playing at so many different positions, and he just hasn't found that position that he needs to be playing. Yeah, 
I think maybe we could try him out in the Cam slash Trequartista role. He he could fit there because I'm pretty sure he was playing there with Leverkusen, and he done pretty well there. I mean, we bought him also for his free kicks, and I still haven't seen him score one free kick. He scored, I, I I think one. I think it was <laughs> against one. Fiorentina. Yeah, last was, game of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah I remember it was. that. So yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, so, let's wrap this up. Who well, who's in midfield? Medala. Uh, I'd say not one of Ventura yet. Bring him off the bench. Yeah. I'd say Kessie and Paqueta. Kessie and Paqueta, I'd go with that too. Trequartista. Tre there you go. It's, been, it's, been, a long, it's been a long week. As you can <laughs> tell, I'm extremely tired. I'd say we give Suso another game. Yeah. He, the whole team played bad. I think he needs another chance. And up top... Piontic and I'm torn between either Andre Silva or Rafael Leo. I think. I'm... I think. Uh, I think. I think uh, Leo would be uh, would be more suited to start over Silva because Leo did come on yesterday, so maybe the manager does like him. Um, Andre Silva could start. Uh, one thing for Brescia: no Balotelli. He's not there for the first four games of the season. I can't wait to see Balotelli play. Yeah, it's always great to great. see uh, former Milan players. Like even Kevin Prince Boateng, he scored versus Napoli. I'm happy yeah, for him. Yeah, that was a cracking game. Yeah, I was, just want to say. It was a very good game, man. Yeah. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff happened in Serie A. Yeah. Roma tied. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. a 3-0 draw. Genoa. Yeah, yeah. Genoa. It was great to see Mihajovic back. Uh, he was yeah, behind the was bench fantastic. for Bologna. Uh, it, honestly, it literally brought like tears to my eyes seeing him because yeah. like he, he just looked so different. Uh, he looked. <laughs> uh, he, he lost a lot of weight. Uh, it just. It just. It's. It's nice to see him happy, healthy, and uh, I hope that you know Bologna can survive yeah. the drop. <laughs> they don't really I, have. I, I think uh, that surprised people. This. this yeah. This campaign yeah. Mihailovic he's a great coach he is, and... he, honestly you know what he was he, he was a guy that I regret I regret I, yeah. I regret not it wasn't me who decided but like <laughs> he was a guy that I really didn't like to see go but yeah. he launched the career of Donnarumma and I'll always be grateful for that and I just wish yeah, him the best man Everyone's rooting for him, really, after yeah. what happened to him and what all he's been through. And he's back. He didn't quit his job. He's back with Bologna yeah. on the bench. Yeah, it's, it's just nice to see, really. Yeah, uh, man. Who do you who are you thinking top four after one game of the season? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, right. Um, Still Milan would, at fourth. Yeah, I would say that. I I might check. I was looking at a few predictions, right? Uh, like, I don't know if you saw Italian Football TV uh, predict the, the Serie A t- uh, table. And they made some good points about Inter. And I'm not sure. I, I, I also noticed that Conte always brings the best out of his players in the first season. I think there's a shout for them winning the league. I thought Napoli looked poor against Fiorentina. Either Fiorentina were really good. Or Napoli were really poor. I think yeah. it was a bit of both. I think but, I think it was just a bit of both. And what you're saying about uh, Conte getting the best out of his players, Senzi and Lukaku scoring. They won four 0 today against Lecce. Yeah, newly promoted I just saw Lecce. That. Yeah, I just saw that Lukaku scored. Uh, you know what? Yeah. All the best to them. 
uh i, I hate them <laughs> but all the best yeah, to them yeah. i i would have loved conte behind the bench but yeah i could see maybe inter uh trouble trying to trouble juve napoli after that performance i i don't know if i would you know well i i would probably still take them second or third but yeah they just they they look very shaky at the back they really really do actually I think they should drop a little bit with Godin, really. He's a great defender. And De Vrij and Skriniar, and don't forget Handanovic between the sticks, who's probably the best, maybe, challenging yeah. with Donnarumma for the best keeper in the league. I still so, think it's Donnarumma. <laughs> no bias here. <laughs> uh, definitely in two years, Donnarumma, 100%. But whether he'll still be with us, yet to be seen. I, I don't Just, know. I, I, I honestly, like, I feel like for some reason he's just trying to make his contract expire. And then, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like he did, like, a complete 360. It looked like he wanted to leave. And now, like, he's always posting Instagram pictures. He's always posting stories. Like, he's, like, committed to Milan. Yeah. I, I do think he'll stay. Um, well, we'll see. Depend, depends on Champions League. If we don't get it this year... I will not happily, obviously, but I'll wish him the best. And I understand why he wanted to leave. If he wants to go, we're to, not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah, if he'd like we're to not. go to a Champions League contending team, if it's not Juve, I'm all for it. If it's not at any, this, I, if it's not any Serie A team, I'm all for it. Yeah, at this point, he's almost outgrowing the club. I, I like if we're gonna keep finishing in Europa League, he's gonna get too good for us and will obviously want to leave just one last thing on the the title race i think for the first few months juventus will struggle struggle under sari i, I do think they will struggle they'll get points against the easy teams but w- once they come up against the big teams like napoli i think they're playing next week i think they'll drop points to, next week i i just don't feel like they they will fit the system. It's more. It's kind of like what we're going through now. I think it'll take them a few months to adapt, and by then, I think, I think they will catch up to Inter and eventually finish first. But I think it will be a really exciting title race this year. Serie A is just getting more exciting and more exciting. I can't wait to see how the season unfolds. That's unfortunately all the time I have today, Ali, and for the people listening. Thank you once again for being on it. Uh, really appreciate your input. Uh, we're trying to get a lot of more guys on here. Uh, just trying to find the time to do so. Ali, if you have anything left to say, it's your time to say it now. Thank you so much again for having me. I really appreciate being on it. I really enjoy it. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just if you want to follow me on Instagram, hopefully in the description. And thanks again for having me. And yeah, Forza Milan. Forza Milan.